Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, January 13th, 2024, and this is day 2124 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we just adore you. We thank you and praise you for all that you've done for us and even the things that are coming down the pipeline. We thank you, Lord, even for the trials and tribulations because they're going to help us to strengthen our faith and to help us to persevere and become stronger in you. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, there comes a time to part company. And we talked about this Wednesday night during our Life Talk Bible study, and uh, it was really enlightening. And and so the Lord has put it on my heart to share it today. Uh, and I think about times where that we may not look at parting company or as a type of parting company, but I think about even the times when I worked in various schools and um, teaching uh, the different skill sets in restorative justice and how I would build a relationship with a principal and, and, and it would be on, you know, we would, after that first year of getting them to know each other and, and uh, they would have us come in uh, the following year. And then the next year after that, there's a new principal. <laughs> and I, and I had to learn how to reestablish how to, you know, um, get to know the new principal, build a new relationship so that they could build trust in us and ha- allow us to come in and share with their students. So, you know, it can it can happen in various ways, but we're going to look at how what happened with Abraham and and Lot. We're coming out of Genesis chapter 11 verses 27 through chapter 12 verse 5. So, it's not just with Lot, but even others in Abram's At this time, his name was Abram before God changed his name to Abraham. And taking a look at the different people that he um, had to move on from in his life. So let's go ahead and dive in. Starting at Genesis chapter 11, verse 27, it says, This is the account of Terah's family line. And Terah was Abram's father. So Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. So he had three boys. And Haran became the father of Lot. While his father Terah was still alive, Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans, in the land of his birth. Abram and Nahar both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, before God changed her name to Sarah. And the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Ishka. Now Sarai was childless because she was not able to conceive. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. 
but they came to Haran, but they came to Haran and they settled. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. And you notice they were on their way to Canaan and stopped midway, it looks like, or at some point, and never, and, and at that point did not make it to Canaan and, and stayed in Haran uh, until Abram's father died. That was, you know, one point of, of, um, of moving on or, to, or, or, and I'll get into that. So, and then in chapter 12, verse one, starting there, it says, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And I will be a blessing. And you will be a blessing, he says. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So y'all, this is monumental. He, God is taking a man uh, that... He has found favor in Abram and he's telling him, I'm going to bless you and you're going to be a blessing to others. And, and when they bless you, uh, because of them, you will be blessed. And he says, oh no, because of Abram, others will be blessed, but whoever curses you, he says, I will curse. So Abram went as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan and they arrived there. So he continued the journey to go to Canaan. Uh, and I'm going to just talk about the rest of what happened as we go along here. And I'll, and I'll still read. Just another part here that is really important. Um, so in between this time when God told him to go to Canaan and he went there and then he, he made a sacrifice to the Lord and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden a famine came up on the land and Abram went down to Egypt. Uh, and when he got there, this is something that really stands out to me. Every time I read it, he told his wife, Sarai, uh, he said, you know, you're so beautiful. And and uh, now remember, uh, Abram was 75 years old. Uh, and uh, at least that's what I think I read there, that he was 75 years old. And uh, yeah, and so his wife was a year younger than him because when you read on and see when they had a child, Sarah was 99 years old when she had Isaac and Abram was 100. So if he was 75, she was 74. And he's saying, you know how beautiful. Look, we can't go by age any longer, women and men. <laughs> he said, "You, I know what a beautiful woman you are. And when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me. Uh, but uh, kill me. Uh, but we'll let you live. So he's saying to her, say you're my sister so that I can live. He's preparing her and he's telling her to lie. Although he, they were a half sister and brother uh, based upon the lineage, but 
they were married. This was his wife, and he was telling her not to say that. So anyway, the king finds out later, and he goes off on Abraham saying, you told me this was your wife. And he said, why did you say she is my sister? I'm sorry, you said this is my sister, and this is your wife. So that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So again, you're noticing all the different people he's parting company from. First, his father, when he passed, you know, um, his brother passed before that, and he raised his nephew Lot. And then, you know, now (laughs) he's parting company with the king of Egypt. And so now in chapter 13, it says, so Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. There Abram called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot was moving about with Abram, also had flocks, herds, and tents. But the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. And quarreling arose between Abram's herders and Lot's. The Canaanites and the Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. So Abram said to Lot, Let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herds and mine, for we are close relatives. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. So Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan towards Zor was well watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. So Lot looked at what was appealing to the eye and chose all that area. So really ended up moving into uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And it says, so the two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan. And while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom, Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. And eventually the Lord destroyed it. But check this out. The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had parted from him, look around from where you are to the north and south, to the east and west, all the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go walk through the length and breadth of the land, for I'm giving it to you. So Abram went to live near the great trees of Memrah at Hebron, where he pitched his tents. There he built an altar to the Lord. I know I read a lot more, but I just thought it was so important to get that whole word in. Um, So God blessed Abram after he and Lot parted company. Could it be that we're missing our blessing because we've not been obedient to part company? Oh yeah. Let's take a look at our notes. 
As we can see, God had called a calling on Abram's life, even as he transitioned him from one stage of his journey to the next. The key was Abram's obedience to the Lord. When Abram's brother Haran died, Abram raised his brother's son as his own. Death is also a time of transitioning to the next phase of life without the presence of that loved one in our life. God gives us strength to work through it. Sometime later, Abram's father also died, another transitioning in his life that did not stop God's call on Abram's life. Abram obeyed God and moved on to the land of Canaan. Now, have you had to deal with parting company with someone you love and care for? It could be a physical separation or spiritual. Spiritually meaning that you are no longer equally yoked and and their lifestyle is no longer no longer aligns with the life God has called you to. And you'll you'll see that especially after you get saved and you accept Jesus, you're going to notice that you'll be parting company from several people because you're no longer equally yoked. Um, in the beginning, you were both on your way to hell. Let me just make it real plain. And now, you know, you're on your way to be with the Lord and maybe they're not. Okay. So point number two, another major transition uh, that took place in Abram's life along his journey, famine and possible death because of the beauty of his wife, Sarai. You might wonder, how can God call you to be the father of many nations and then allow you to experience a famine and great conflict? God allows us to go through certain things in our lives to, number one, draw us closer to him. Second, to strengthen our faith in him rather than in ourselves or in man. Third, to to prepare us for what's coming down the pipeline. We may not see it, but you know God knows. He knew way before we were even in our mother's womb what we would be dealing with and going through. Sometimes we can't get in our own. Sometimes we can't get, um, uh, or I'm sorry, sometimes we can get in our own way. I'm sorry, I can't read my own writing. (laughs) Sometimes we can get in our own way by creating our own plan rather than seeking God's plan for our life or presenting our plan to God for approval. Proverbs 16 and 3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Proverbs 16 and 9, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So we need to make sure that we ask God before implementing the plan. Ask God, is this what he would have for us? And then third, and yet another major transition takes place in Abram's life. The separation between him and his nephew, Lot. We may not always understand why certain things happen in our lives. Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. So, do you love God? Are you called according to his purpose? So, knowing that, then all things are going to work together for your good. Even though those things that seem to rub you the wrong way, that seem to be a conflict, God is allowing it for a reason. Once Lot and Abram parted company, God blessed Abraham abundantly, as you can see. 
Sometimes God will allow people to be removed from our lives so he can bless us. Are you blocking your blessings because you refuse to part company with someone or something? Sometimes it could be something in our life that we're not willing to let go of. Think about it. I I share this with you, I, I believe, recently, but this is so fitting. When I, seven for seven years, the longest I ever worked on a, at a regular job, all, all the other times, uh, I was self-employed for, you know, at least 30 years of my life. I, I had a few different businesses and, and a partnership with my sisters in our bakery. But, you know, I was on this job doing restorative justice and I loved it. And I was like, I'm going to retire here. <laughs> but God had other plans and it was time to part company to go into a whole new arena of my life that I had never experienced before. And that is in the nonprofit industry. I had started businesses before, as I said, but starting a business as a nonprofit was a whole different animal. And I I obeyed God <laughs> and I moved on. And it has been far beyond what I could have ever thought or imagined. It will be three years of doing Transition Zone, which we call T-Zone, starting in March. And doing this business has been, it's not even a business, it's a ministry, it's a calling. And it's, it's what God has called me to do. And I believe it will be, you know, till the end of my life, possibly. I don't know, though. I really don't know what, I mean, heck, I'm 65. Abram was 75 when God used him and moved him on. We God uses us in our older age people. I listen, don't don't discount yourself because you're older. He uses you when you're younger, so don't discount that either. Just be ready to do what God has called you to do. And he's blessed me to be a blessing. Uh to be a blessing to our youth, to our families, and then also I've been blessed by them for being obedient to God. It has been so fulfilling and continues to be. As a matter of fact, (laughs) shortly after this podcast, I will be on Zoom with our youth because it's so cold today. And I'm so excited. was up, you know, late preparing the lesson plan. It's a little different when you do it on Zoom, but I love it. But if I didn't enjoy it, it would be drudgery. But that's how God will do it. He blesses us with things that we would not have ever imagined would be such a blessing for us and for others. So what is it that God is encouraging you to part company from or who you should part company from uh, in order to experience uh, a blessing beyond what you could ever think or imagine? Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the very first blessing I would say you should you should run to. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. 
Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y, C-K-S-Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you so, so much for all you do for us, for being a blessing to us so that we can bless others. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.